Wardcast episode 182. I'm Del Avento. And we're back. We're the back. Dream team. We're back from, from GDC. But it's weird. It almost feels like we were we never gone. We never went anywhere. My God. The magic of editing. I'm joined by Alex Damrath. Hi. How you doing? Uh, Good. Yeah? Yeah. How's Captain Marvel? It was pretty great. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, thank God. I recommend it. I think everyone should see it. Turns out all of the bad reviews, uh, sweaty neckbeards. Uh, the whole thing. Just no one wanted to admit that it was going to be great. The, 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 the beard sweat yeah. dropped onto their keyboards. And typed and, an angry review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can I can accept an argument that the, that the movie has flaws and that it's you know it's not the best Marvel movie of all time. But I personally really enjoyed it, and it's really funny to go on to like IMDb and see how many one star reviews there are on it, and then you look at every other Marvel movie and it's just like a couple. And like it's it's like and there's like like a, like an like a actual campaign to like throw this movie. To, also, actually, the other one that has has a lot of ones is Black Panther. Of course. It just makes you think oh, about hmm, huh, hmm. Oh, oh, what's hmm. different about these two movies. Uh, Black Panther won an, um, uh, an Oscar, right? Two. Yeah, I got one, two Oscars. Uh, costume special design effects. And costume design and score. Music? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Who did the score? Uh, Ludwig Ludwig Beethoven. I can't remember his last name, but he were no Ludwig Gorenson because okay. he works with uh, Donald Glover a lot. Wait, oh, cool. who are you on this podcast? Oh, I'm Nelson, and Nelson I'd like Johnson. to say that we can't all be Captain America uh, Winter Soldier, the best Marvel movie. Mm. But we can me. all be at me. We can all be Iron Man 3, the worst Marvel movie. I don't even know that's if that's not the worst. Dark Horse. I did put that as my worst Marvel movie yesterday. Ooh, I made a few I walked out. Oh, that is. That Which is one? the worst one, Thor 2, Dark yeah, World. Yeah, but Dark even, World is even the worst. Dark World has Loki, like scenes with Loki that are good. Try to think of a scene from Iron Man 3. No, actually, Iron Man 2, I rate lower. But Iron Man 3 has almost no memorable scenes in it, other yeah. than like the PTSD scene. I like all, I all like of all the him PTSD making stuff. fun of the kid the was one? great. People, people yeah. that like Iron Man 3 two. are just like, I like Shane Black. I like Die Hard. Shane Black is not the same that he used place, to be. It takes place during Christmas. Isn't that great? As far as I'm I, concerned, Shane Black great, is actually. washed I mean, up. As a fan <gasps> of, of Tony's suit-up scenes, Iron Man 3 is pretty good. Iron Man 3 has got a great suit-up scene. <laughs> it has at least one. But we can uh, all that agree that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is the best Marvel movie of all time. No, that's not Spider Man, um, and that's uh, not Spider-Man's technically a good. Marvel movie. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's in association with Marvel Studios. Is it Marvel Studios or is it Marvel? It's, Mar- it's Marvel. Marvel Studios. Studios. Are we sure? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Are you let me just buy. Look, uh, <laughs> let me just rent. Mar- Spider-Man Homecoming on YouTube so I can watch the opening. I think Sony's role. got their name on it, but uh it's it's Marvel. It's MCU. I think yeah. I think Venom says in association with Marvel. Okay. I think so. No, 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 it's fine. I'll I'll, I'll find out. Uh both Into the Spider-Verse and Captain Marvel do a nice job paying homage homage to uh Stan the Man Stanley. Yeah. Captain Marvel had a great Stanley moment. That's good. Um in association with really? Marvel Studios. Really? Columbia Pictures ranked higher in this Wikipedia article 
than Marvel Studios. Huh. I, uh, boy, that animation though on Spider Verse, like, I hope oh we see God. so many more movies oh, so in that yeah. style. So good. It was fine. It was a fine movie. Jeez. Dylan, who are you? Who's Why do you? Who hurt you? Yeah, the like, animation like consistently oh, no. fanboys. Oh, okay. The animation was really creative, though, right? Absolutely. Like, you've no, no. I think I think it was. I think it was a very good movie. I just don't think like I didn't. I didn't walk out of that movie the same way I walked out of Homecoming and was like, "Wow, that was some well written shit." I actually think Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie. I love Homecoming. I agree. But I, mm. I, I think Into the Spider-Verse, like, it does, it does, I mean, it takes Peter Parker and does something new and fun with him. It has Miles Morales introduced really well for people who don't I know him very well. I just think a lot of the other Spider-Man in that movie are underutilized and are mostly I don't just, disagree. like, kind of just there for jokes. It's and okay. It's like, it's you don't fine. need more it's Spider-Man just, to have a ton of pathos. But, like, the I, thing right. with, like, Penny Parker is super unearned during the, I, the fight scene. I don't scene. disagree. But there's so many moments with Miles and with Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker, that are so nice. And, uh, you know, I mean, like, it feels like they're going to do more with Gwen later on, even if they don't do more with Peter right. later on. Sure. Uh, oh. I, I'm, I, I'm just excited to see where it goes if it if they do continue the story. And, the, like, I don't I, I like, will they do a multiverse story? Will they start going in, you know, more? I, I, I'm just curious to see. I'm excited. Another cinematic universe for Spider-Man? Do it. Stuff at the same time. And the thing is, like, it felt, it felt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use buzzwords, it felt fresh and new, mm-hmm. not just because it's Miles Morales' story, but because they decided, oh, no, we can do a lot more with this. Let's mm-hmm. just, let's just push it as far as possible in the direction of, this is not a, this is not your typical Spider-Man story. And it's I think f- they yeah. did a really good job with it's that. It's a fun movie. I just, I obviously have different expectations from films than a lot of other people do and i feel like this weird thing where it's like i am super on board with the mcu and i think people that hate on it just to hate on it are just kind of like whatever but then also i'm not just i also feel like movies have to earn more from me than i don't know movie have to earn more (laughs) monkey have expectation for movie I, I can Look, see where no you're coming from. Me. All right, my tastes are my own, and everyone hates me for it. That's okay, I Dylan. Get it. I kind of hate Civil War, so I think we can all. God. We, we all have our, our MCU films that we just. No, no one just appreciates things anymore. So, <laughs> so the reason I appreciate even the bad ones is because um, I had this conversation with my dad when Avengers came out, the first one, um, that these movies almost like have no right being good right Mm. and the fact that they are i will take most of the bullshit that comes with it and i think they've gone they 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 started off as being good because of how entertaining they were right started to get good because of actually having character driven moments and that's why Mm. i'm excited about about stuff like like when spider-man homecoming came out and it was like the scene yeah. yeah like that blew my mind that they pulled it off a from the comic that well and b and it it hurt as much as it did and so when you get into stuff like like spider-verse or you get into stuff like again i haven't seen captain marvel but when you get into certain things like that it's like oh no cool we can just focus on the characters now what wait what's the um it's been the spider-man has been out long homecoming's been out long enough spoiler warning yeah, the scene when he lifts everything when he's come like, on, "Come on, Spider Man!" Okay, yeah. Spider-Man. it's yeah. it's from it is from a there is like a panel in Spider Man comics that is that exact. Scene, you see that scene, and it's one of the most iconic Spider Man. To moments me, ever. 
was not as important as the scene in where, Suicide Squad. Yes, exactly. Of course. Yes, of course. El Diablo sacrifice. No. The, Fucking A. When he comes up to the the guy the, the girl. Vulture? No, no, the, oh. the girl he's going to take to the homecoming and it's uh Keaton. Michael Keaton. Michael yeah. Keaton's there. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. That was an amazing twist. Even more than that, though, the scene in the car that followed that is so goddamn it's good. Like, it's a masterclass in tension. Right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I can't believe that, that Sony st- still had a hand in that movie because <laughs> it's like, how did you go from the Andrew Garfield movies to this? I yeah. think, yeah, the, the cinematic studios, the Marvel studios, like, writ, wrote most of it. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. I, you know the funny thing is, I didn't even—they didn't even really need Robert Downey Jr. in that very much. I thought that I was going to buoy the movie a little bit more. Yeah, but his scenes were kind of just like, okay, he's there. I, I yeah. like but it, the Spider-Man stuff itself was so good, and I'm like crazy excited for the sequel. I just—it sucks oh, that they have man. to recast him because he's a pile of dust now. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, of course. I, I am so excited for my boy Mysterio being played by my boy Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. I am. I I'm just that is so perfect for me. Oh, I you love mean the Prince of Persia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Prince cool. Dustan. Yes. Yeah. The the bubble boy with Forgot a brand a new bubble. I feel like <laughs> he's. <laughs> it's I I like that they're going the route they're going to, mm-hmm. uh, which is definitely like a thing that he's done in the comics and in the and the animated series it, it, as well. It, it's amazing that they could still keep up that air of mystery. It was like, oh, like are these these like uh, elemental monsters? Are these made up or these special effects that Jake Gyllenhaal's doing or this They're really good special effects if they are yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know what's what's going on like is this a real threat or like what's Mysterio like what's the whole thing so that's so honestly that is the thing about like are we in phase three now of Marvel movies I think we're so in phase we in four. Avengers we're phase four I believe four is the last one Endgame. okay yeah. yeah so so getting into this next phase of movies I'm really excited because I feel like now they're just like okay cool we're gonna make our own stories now like a lot of it's gonna be inspired by by what's in the comics but we are now going to do this this and this and the people who are huge fans will understand where we're coming from mm-hmm. but not exactly where we're going that's what uh ryan coogler did with black panther right? absolutely like mm-hmm. black panther was like mostly just it was ryan coogler <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and that's how you, that's how yeah. you make good fucking movies yeah that's how you get the first two oscars for any marvel movie period right you 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 let people tell the story that they want to tell. Well, also you campaign for it really hard because the Oscars are bought for. Well, well, you know, you, know. <laughs> you also have really amazing costume design and score. Yes, and then that also it's give, not entirely the. And then also you campaign for it really hard. And then it's also like, you <laughs> give uh, best editing to Bohemian Rhapsody. We're not going to talk oh about my the Oscars. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see a Tim and Eric cut that was We're like not. love editing and then it's just John C. <laughs> there's, <laughs> yes there's a scene that that, uh, that went around like someone as soon as they got the best editing yes there's a scene yeah. that got posted on twitter like of one oh, of yeah, the executives it's, meeting it's the little, band little finger and yeah, yeah and all and of them. one of them meeting at the cafe don't yeah. get me wrong i enjoyed watching the movie because it had queen music and because the performances were fun but there's no way that i would give that movie a single oscar like oh I, I, I maybe maybe for, would you give it for Rami Malek? I might give it okay. for Rami Malek. Yeah, I, I love Rami Malek. I just wish he wouldn't be. I wish he was in better stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Queen needed like fantasy in that movie. It didn't need to be some like by the numbers 
um, you know, band biography, it needed to be like a little bit on the edge of reality. Play with it a little bit. Let it be grandiose. Like Rocket Man. Let it be. Yes, Rocket like Man looks Rocket so Man. good. It looks it was, really cool. And Taron Edgerton looks like he's going to do a great job. Once that. you yeah. see Walk Hard once, you don't ever <laughs> need to see another music biopic in yeah. your life. All right. That said, I really want to see. Is Rocket it pronounced Man. biopic or biopic? It's pronounced biopic. Pika Pika. <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it at that. Ooh, okay. Ryan Reynolds good. to show up on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Special guest, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, so video games. Video games. They're whatever. They're they're past their time. It's it's all about movies now. <laughs> it's about it's all about video game movies, right, Joe? Video game movies? Yeah. yeah. Attract mode. Somebody needs to do a podcast about that. God, why? I don't think there are any video game movies. <laughs> there are. What? By last count, there is about 170 of them. Don't forget about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in The Prince of Persia. Yes. I've never oh, seen man. The Prince of Persia. So actually, I saw that one in theaters because I liked The Prince of Persia games. And again, I really like Jake Gyllenhaal. So I was excited to see it. It could have been worse. I remember walking out of that one thinking like, <laughs> huh, okay. Right. <laughs> it's, that, it's, that was a movie. It was right. all right. Yeah. It's, it's entirely watchable. I really liked Alfred Molina's bit. Like oh, he's just there. I forgot as, he was there as a total bastard the whole time, and it's awesome. That's Doc Ock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there was just news about Deadpool joining the MCU. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, they 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 like want to continue. Suggest- Ryan Reynolds it, suggesting. Well, it. so there was no there there was like a meeting, a shareholders meeting recently, and there was a lot of leaks from that shareholders meeting. Oh and yeah, there apparently were. Apparently, they're going to try to continue Deadpool, um, even if he's not tied to the X Men universe, and I. I, I was trying to find like an article on it because I couldn't find it now. It showed up in a in a video that just went up like today um, for some nerd news YouTube thing. I, I watched Deadpool two the other week for the first time. I, I actually thought, liked I thought it was okay. First. I liked it. I'm one of the first. You did. Yeah, I, I, I I thought it, it the the humor didn't land as much and was kind of like meandering a little bit. Different I, strokes. I, I, yeah, I thought I, there was good stuff. I think I think what Deadpool does that I love. Is that they respect the X Men designs? Yes, because yes, because the regular movies fuck them up so it much. Like a, it looks like an X Men movie, right? right. Like like, like Dead- X Men costumes look like actual uniforms. Like Deadpool looks like Deadpool. Juggernaut, yeah. Juggernaut looks like fucking Juggernaut, uh, which was a great reveal. Yeah, really so good. spoilers for Deadpool too. Yeah. yeah, well, it's, it's pretty um, old now. Yeah, right. And and Colossus looks like Colossus. Like yeah. Also, the relationship with Colossus and Deadpool is just so good. OTP man. Mm-hmm. No one's excited for Dark Phoenix, right? No. no, okay. It's it's really <laughs> when I watched Captain Marvel, the trailer for Dark Phoenix came up, and the there was literal groans in the entire <laughs> audience, just like, oh, I was yeah. more excited for New Mutants, and then New right. Mutants, and now that might come out on the Disney Plus streaming platform. Really? Yeah, oh, they're yeah. like, it's still in the director's hands, but you still it might haven't come out seen First thing. Class, have you, Dylan? No. Do oh, that. First Class is fucking great. It's the yeah. it's probably the best. Of the of new the ones, new ones, yeah. yeah. I like Logan. Logan is great. Here's why Logan's great, which I'm sure we all agree. I mean, with. Yeah, okay. yeah, you don't have to explain it. but the reason the reason I think Logan's great, I think you're not gonna like. Guys, I've been itching for hours now to talk about Oberdin. <laughs> <laughs> One more second. <laughs> the return of the Logan Din. <laughs> Logan is great because it basically ignores the rest of. Yeah. x-men movies yeah. well it even it even almost addresses them as fa- as like no one knows what the real count is and that's like the best way to do it well, it isolates also, itself in canon it's like, also why like dark knight's great because dark knight doesn't need extra knowledge alone, yeah, of yeah. any of the other stuff yes i also wanted to talk about how 
sad I was that the Marvel Netflix shows are canceled, but no, Alex has been waiting here patiently to talk about Overden. Alex. It's video game time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Talk it's about game video games. Time. Video games. Video games. Video games. I love comics. Secretary with clipboard video games. <laughs> <laughs> I love movie like comic books and movies and comic book movies as much as the next guy. No, you're right. Yeah. Right. We're not a, a general nerdum podcast. Okay. <laughs> ACSTs. <laughs> I have no, no. been playing. <laughs> no, I've been playing Oberdin, and I'm not quote unquote done with it. But done is sort of arbitrary in that game, so I I'm not I'm, I'm fine with just like starting to talk about it now. And and really, I think that's the best way to maybe talk about it. Uh, Oberdin needs to be played by everyone in the goddamn universe. Right fucking now. Oh, yeah. okay. Everyone well, needs to buy Oberdin and you need to play Return of the Oberdin. Gotta go. Going on my laptop. Yep. This is this game is Steam. fiercely original mm. in concept and execution. Uh just outstandingly delivered. And I wanna say, I, I guess what probably my thesis statement would be it's like someone asked both of us, Dylan <laughs> and Alex what's your ideal video game? And I feel like our tastes clash a lot. And then we're like, okay, let's make a game that appeals to both of them. Mm-hmm. 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 It's entirely narrative driven mm-hmm. on board, mm-hmm. but you need so much skill involved to take apart that narrative and make it happen. And the skill is not inherent to the game. So it's not like you need to be, you need to be real good at shooting. Right. It's like you need to be able, it's like, you need to think. It's you need like to think. L.A. Noir or Witness esque of like all right. it blows those games out of the fucking water. Wow, Ooh. they don't even stand a chance. It's high I, praise. Yeah. You did also com- like put L.A. Noir and Witness in the same sentence. It's yeah, they're, they're a little. Di- it's I mean, it's not really a lot like the Witness, but L.O. and it's closer to L.A. Noir and L.A. Noir fucking sucks. It's a <laughs> sack of shit compared to Overdin. <laughs> It's poop. It's like it's what, poop. I'm yeah. really excited about the Oberdin's movie adaption starring Ryan Reynolds. Oh yes. yes. So no, oh, I'm into as that a, as an insurance adjuster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know, Oberdin is a game about a a trading vessel in the 1800s. I think it's 1803 specifically. I'll take uh, a word for it. Yeah. It left for a voyage and it disappeared. Nothing. No one ever heard of it until it came back. Right. This game is the return of the Oberdin. Ah. And what's the name of the ship? Uh, the Oberdin. The, re- oh. the return. Yeah. And it's <laughs> coming back. And it's coming back. And there's is it a n- boat? And there's no one on it. Is it okay. a vessel? There's, oh, there's, there's no, no one. There's How no one on the boat. steer the way back? So it drifted, essentially. And then, also So ghosts. you are a investigator slash like, like an insurance investigator. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny. I didn't know insurance was a thing in the 1800s, uh, early I mean, yeah, 1800s. Probably not to the degree that this person is. Right. But your goal is to climb aboard the ship uh-huh. with a magic stopwatch. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, which, when you find a corpse, allows you to view the exact moment frozen in time of their death and piece together using just that exactly what happened to the ship. So to clarify... Because this just made something, because I remember seeing a trailer, and one of the trailers was it showed a bunch of, like, rowboats, mm-hmm. right? So, just because you find where the body is does not mean that's where the scene is going to be that you view the death. Yes. Okay. Because mm. the corpses get moved. Right. Like, they get, they can get displaced. Because of ghosts. Well, 
Sure. <laughs> There's also uh, moments where like <laughs> ghostly insurance fraud. Woo! <laughs> like I, I'm trying. I'm gonna try really hard not to spoil anything. I think it's very, very good. A lot of the tricks it pulls using this system. Uh huh. Fantastic fucking moments. Uh. There's uh, a, a mechanic that unveils itself fairly early on wherein some of the corpses, obviously, there were 60 people on board this ship. Right. It would get very crowded if all of them had a corpse that you could find. Uh, so what happens uh, is there's corpses that exist in the past at huh. the moment of someone's death. So can you like incept yourself, like go three yes. levels deep of like, here's the body going back, oh, here's the body. Yes. That's oh. exactly how you do it. Interesting. Then you can um, get back in time for Ober dinner. <laughs> I... Oh man! Okay, it's like we're train conductors, and then we all looked over, and Joe just had his hands on like the emergency brake, and then he just <laughs> just, just smiled it back, <laughs> just smiled. Like Joe, no, <laughs> just looking you dead in the eye. Uh, okay, and then once Good you job. find those corpses, uh, a couple of them will show up as like ghostly apparitions on the on the ship so you can get back to them easier Mm -hmm. and uh yeah the whole point is you start the game off with this completely blank book you have a manifesto of everyone who is on it you have a couple of pieces of art of people on the ship which is way more important for finding out who they are than i realized Mm. um like the art will give actually a lot of clues if you really focus on it and uh yeah and then it's just it's entirely up to you right you have to figure out the story yeah you've you you identify the person and the cause of death it's it's a narrative driven like walking simulator that requires so much literal and figurative skill but can you press x to doubt the corpses no to do what to doubt Doubt. Oh, okay. I thought you said dab. <laughs> <laughs> you got a dab on him? <laughs> I was very confused. Power oh, dab. I wonder what happened yeah. to this guy. All right, let me find out. <gasps> it's a, it's a decent the story. Uh, there's some some intrigue, some Ooh. treachery, some yeah. espionage. Yeah. I mean, uh, the trailers, maybe. once again, I'm basing it all off the trailers, but like there's implied mutiny. Yes. In there's, one of the trailers. There's, there's some mutiny. Um, I think. A light mutiny. God, I, I like don't, dusting. I don't. I don't want to spoil this. I, th- okay. I think I shouldn't spoil this. Okay. There's some cool. There's yeah. Um. I just. I want what everyone. Just, just make some this. whispering noises and we'll gasp really loud. Oh, there's. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I just want everyone in this room, and then like everyone I can I ever talk to about video touch. games. Everybody, everybody I ever talk to about video games, I want to play Return of the Oberdin so that. Okay. I mean, next they, time when we return here. Maybe we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. We can Next return time we to return of the Oberdin. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. The music's really good too. Yeah, I just gotta I like say the music. that. Like, like there's not a lot of it, but it's used at such key yeah, moments. Yeah, there's good stingers. Yeah, you also haven't talked about the uh, astounding visual style. I find it hard to talk about it. Yeah, it's it's, a, that's fair. It's a one bit dithering yeah. effect yeah. across everything, and yeah. it's done very effectively. Like uh, all of all of the bodies have very active particles around them, so yeah. you know what's something you can interact with and what's something you can't. There's great little animation tweaks. It's very smooth when you walk up to a corpse and like your cue that you can use this, and even things that aren't corpses. Like you'll mm. see the particles on things that you're like, that's not a body, but that then you no walk body. up and your character like very smoothly pulls out and flicks open the pocket watch, and you're mm. like, 
oh, I could do something here. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and that, yeah, all the contextual animations are great. Like, yeah, I remember, they're all very smooth and beautiful and fluid. I remember watching a very old dev video that Lucas put up that uh, he was modeling the arm of the character, mm-hmm. right, just by itself, and he was modeling and animating the the closing of the fingers. Right. Because whenever you're near a door, there's no, like, yeah, press you, button to open the door. You just like, reach out and grab it. The arm just reaches out and then mm-hmm. grabs the, the fingers articulate around the handle That's cool. and then pushes the door open. That's right. pretty cool. Yeah. And, it's, and it feels nice and weighty. The, like, ki- the kind of game that can only be done by one person that wants to be a meticulous as fuck about every aspect of their game. And, and that's what blows my mind yeah. so much as I'm nearing. So there's a point in the game where it essentially says, okay, you've seen every point in time that exists. You've gone through every uh, little walkabout scene that has clues, that has people dying in it. And at that point, it starts to rain. And the guy who carried you to the ship tells you, it's time to go. There's a storm coming. Finish up your business. And it's... You still have as much time as you like right. to get all of the information that you want, but it shocked me a bit because at that point, I had d- filled out maybe like 30% of the book. Oh, wow. Yeah. But and it was, said like you have all the information that you would need. But you've walked through every scene, and I was like, oh, Jesus, what? Am I just really dumb? Like, <laughs> and, and then it was at that point that the game really opens up where i start to like actually peruse through everybody and look at every face and think like okay where have i seen you and i go back to other memories and i'm like oh my god you were over here the whole time and you had a knife in your back pocket what the fuck and i'm like it oh man i'm just i I, i'm i'm geeking out and i can't find the right words to say about like certain things without like spoiling a whole lot and then it also just like actively encourages you to guess a lot which I think is a very strong decision, and I I just yeah I I need I need like folks a great to play. game I played recently Minesweeper Minesweeper Oberdin same game same <laughs> yeah game. very similar actually same game sometimes you just got to take out your pocket pocket watch and hope you don't step on a mine yeah yeah um, does a dithering effect ever get in the way of visually confirming a person I don't think so okay. no oh. um, wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm very much blown away by Lucas Pope's ability to make all of the characters visually distinctive, despite its art style. Dither me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joe's just, just over here workshopping yes. episode titles. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, everything's visually distinctive. Uh, they all have voice acting, like you hear. Yeah. Like you but see they them, they don't arti- they don't animate. Right, they don't animate. They're talking. You see the moment that they die frozen in time, and before that, it's just a black screen, and you hear their voices right. for like a couple seconds before that. They don't do like happens. an old black and white silent movie of like title card with dialogue or anything. Uh, it's basically like that, actually. Okay. Um, in in the the living world, not in the frozen time dead world. Got it. Uh, that's actually exactly how it works. Cool. Um, and I'm just like I'm. My mind is struggling to understand just how many like layers of red string and paperwork Lucas had to have up in his office to to get this whole game to work. Mm. Well, when you make a very successful indie game, you can take as much time as you want. That's true. Because no one's pressuring you. <laughs> no, I, I get that. He's very successful. And I'm very glad about that. I am too. Even though I think I don't really like Papers Please. I thought Papers Please was okay. I didn't play it a whole lot, but I enjoyed it. I think this is a triumph. 
Well, arguably, Papers, Please isn't necessarily a game to enjoy as much as it is an idea. Right. Well, I think of of that idea of that, uh, of like the synopsis, you know, I I enjoyed and thought it's creative, it's clever, it's well-made. Papers, Please is a good game. Yes. Oberdin is leagues ahead of it. Yes. Papers, Please is just a game that I did not... it, it, It was like, I already understood the point of the game. Before finding, oh, sure. be yeah. find, finding the value in the game myself, I, I, I guess it would be like stumbling into it blind would maybe even be a better experience because then you have yes. to like start to um, you have to empathize with the game as it goes without without the context immediately ahead of time. It, yeah, that would make those choices more interesting. Like, maybe, like uh, allowing that evolution from like a pixel hunt to like a dystopia mm-hmm. like narrative mm-hmm. being right. told through this this you know um, I don't know what his title is passport inspector or, like border guard yeah border security kind of um, thing like it, he's got a great talent for making the most mundane idea very compelling yeah and very interesting i'm glad i'm glad and he's just, doing what he did and obviously this episode is uh being recorded but after gdc wink so we know exactly <laughs> which awards he won at the igf's wink so very happy for your award winnings lucas Congratulations. Ho- hopefully you didn't steal anything from Jay. Wink. I don't know. It would suck if he won nothing. <laughs> Lucas, po- like, that game is up for a lot. Yeah, I think it's going to take a lot. It so, should. Yeah. It won at the Game Awards. So It did. It did. That it was did. one of, like, the very few indie games that did. It so did. I think... The Keelys. The Keelys. Uh, the Keelys. <laughs> the old Dorito Popes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so, such a bad joke. Anyway, that was me. I really, really wanted to gush about Oberdin. I think it's, again, just the best it's the bee's knees i've heard nothing but good things about it yeah and i'm glad that it really frustrates me when people um uh, get so excited about a game but also like are unable to um articulate why they like it well not just articulate why they like it but describe the art style of it Mm -hmm. so like i mean i feel like dev circles as opposed to like enthusiast circles have a much easier time describing the look of this game, yeah, it's like dithering because, like, maybe some enthusiasts or press people like don't know what dithering is, or they don't know what one bit means, right, right. Um, so it was really frustrating trying to see people like, oh, it's an awesome art style. I was like, what is it? The, um, um, Game Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm excited to try it out. Putting it on the list, yeah, nice. I move it to the top. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Uh, and real quick, I just want to touch on Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, yeah. Back in the groove. For the... No. The old one. Oh, the first what? one. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hear it's a good game. Reasons. <laughs> like, Back in the Groove just literally came out. Yeah. Um, I didn't play that one. I Okay. <coughs> so... I got I gathered that. Fucking <laughs> um, <laughs> new game. I have... I have... Seen this old shit? <laughs> basically, within the span of a month, I built two computers really when mm-hmm, you think about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. um although one was really just sort of took it out of the box and slapped some cooling equipment on it uh um some spit yeah uh <laughs> i i got a raspberry pi and i turned it into a retro pi console filled it with emulators and games and it's just like i think up to like thirteen thousand. that's uh, a lot of games it's a lot of games wait Heck did you games. say you just like let it run like it has some sort of like download yeah like- it has application a, on it, it has a scraper so you can fill out like all the details for the games like the release date the publisher the developer box art little wikipedia blurbs and yeah okay. that took like a day 
Uh, and there was other things like just loading all of the ROMs onto it. It took a while. I mean, really putting it together wasn't physically wasn't the hard part. It was getting everything to happen uh, software-wise. So mm. anyway. So Toe um, Jam and Earl. And then I had an instance where I had to travel up to New York to visit family. Um, that was the reason I was gone last time. Not time before that, actually. Uh, and uh, yeah, I brought it up there because I have a very large family and we're all nerds. So 13,000 family members. Everyone gets <laughs> everyone one game. Everyone nerd. gets yeah. one game. Uh, and we all... Oh, I, I got Star Fox. <laughs> you'll take Star Fox and you'll like it. A very large amount of us like video games and I was like, this will be a good idea. It's bound to have something that everyone wants to try or play or remembers for nostalgia reasons. And yeah, my cousin was like, oh, you got Sega Mega Drive. That was his console growing up. And he was like, do you have Toe Jam and Earl? We should play Toe Jam and Earl. So we fired that up. And it's a slow game. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting game. I was very, I was almost immediately fascinated by the fact that it's such a unique concept for its time. Like back in the day where every single game was either a side scrolling beat em up or a side scrolling platformer uh, or like a JRPG top down scenario. Toe Jam and Earl is like this isometric roguelike party game where you and a friend are just having a good time with no fucking clue what to do. <laughs> You're wandering around a randomly generated map. You're picking up presents, gifts, uh, that you don't know what they do. Essentially, when you open them up, it can be something good or something bad. And... Your goal is to keep find the elevator on the level to get to the next level, and every level that has a spaceship part get a spaceship part. So once you have all of them, you can build the spaceship and and beat the game. Is there attack? Is there what? There's no attacking. It's all just avoiding. Uh, there is a sneak button. So okay. certain enemies are like sleeping, or maybe you can get past them. Uh, the enemies are all things like there's cupids that shoot you with arrows, uh, and the arrows will reverse your controls. There's tornadoes that pick you up and drop you off. It feels like a Jackbox game almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like like if Jackbox decided to make a more traditional game, it would be Toe Jam and Earl. Okay. And I was like, these are some really crazy ideas for the for the era that it's in. And heck, even now. I like, really I really like the floating isometric kind of platforms too. It kind of reminds me of like um Final Fantasy Tactics, almost. We just, just yeah. talk about like the ground structure. It's got like you can see these very like cubic spaces that are you're you're looking at them at an axis at at the, at the isometric angle. Mm-hmm. It's also got a very early version of that uh, Lego video game type split screen where when you're near oh, the yeah. same area, it it's one screen, but mm. when you walk away, it splits That's apart. That's smart. I um, I hear one is good. Yeah, I hear two is not. So I, I hear three is even worse. I talked to him about that. I was like, doesn't this have a sequel? Let's try that. And he's like, no, it's just a regular old platformer. They ruined it. Yeah. And, and then like they just three is an Xbox one three was game. The X, yeah. The original Xbox 3d platformer that also sucked. But back in the groove is a remake of the very first one. Right. Which is supposedly like a little faster, smoother, prettier. And I'm looking forward to maybe picking that up. Prettier. And- I wasn't, super hot on the art style yeah it kind of has like a paper mario but in a bad way yeah <laughs> kind of vibe yeah i also really liked uh i learned later that the creator is like actually half black uh grew up in harlem 
he's he's like genuine about like the characters being like hip hop funk right. heads. Okay. Um, it doesn't come from a place, it doesn't come from a place of like a white guy trying to be like, yeah, hip and happening with the kids. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was like Oof. very much like him actually trying to like speak to his roots. And I was yeah. like, that's awesome. That's cool. That's yeah. Um, I, I read an interview about the third one very, re- I think it just turned up in a did you know gaming video, um, where for the third one on the original Xbox, apparently, uh, he was this close or they were this close, the whole team, to making the villain like an alien that essentially looked like a KKK member. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah, like, and and like he was saying, like, to Sega's credit, they were going to let us, but then at the last minute, we were like, let's not, maybe, just in case. Mm. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the reasoning was, but yeah. <laughs> so the new Tojima <laughs> game. <laughs> they don't really have an enemy in this one besides the random guys that just like make the, your day the awful or the the first one. the first one um yeah the first one the, the enemy is just like fuck you crash landed on on earth and need to get off <laughs> um i gotta get off all the time until <laughs> yeah. just, we gotta get out here <laughs> yeah you gotta <laughs> that's cool oh, um, I am that. i've heard good things i've heard people have a lot of cherished memories for toji mineral it, yeah it's very unique and it's very special i i have a lot more appreciation for it now than i did i will say that much um, what else have people been playing? I kind of want to talk about Super Mario Party. Okay, Super Mario Party. All right. Joe, Joe, you've played it. Alex, yeah. you played it. Nelson, I've played it. Oh, you have played it. Yeah, it's alright. It's it's a good Super Mario Party game. The thing I've yeah, Mario Party game. Mario Party. <laughs> this, fir- this first Super Mario Party. That's what I said, right? Well, it's a pretty good Super Mario Party game yeah. as well. Yeah. Out of all the Super Mario Party games, pretty good. This is the best That's one. A, yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> I got to I got to try it um at a friend's house over New Year's actually. Okay. And uh it was maybe my first time playing Super Mario a, a Mario Party game in uh, 8 years. Yeah. Um I was a big 4 player. Yeah. I'm a, a player of Mario Party 4. <laughs> no, 4 player. You're 4 player. You're always the 4th player. Yeah, it was true. Yeah. Mm. The broken wave bird. Mm-hmm. The guest controller. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the battery goes out on that. You gotta shake it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I've never been a huge fan of games where it doesn't feel like my skill is not outright helping in video I, wait, games. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you saying that Mario Party is not a game of skill? I'm saying it's not overtly a game of skill. Those bonus <laughs> stars, I won. I swear. You can, you can okay. win all let the me, games. Let me, let me walk you through the scenario of Absolutely. what happened with that one Mario Party game. Because, uh, like, me and my fiance were winning real handily. Wait, was it team based? Yeah. Was okay. it fiance against we, fiance? We had a two. Yeah, actually, it was. We had a two. Fuck yes. We had a two v two, and it was me and my fiance versus my uh, best college roommate and his fiance. Was it like, all right, loser whoever, breaks up? Yeah. Loser, <laughs> loser, loser calls off the marriage. <laughs> if you can't win in Mario Party, you can't win in marriage. Get him. Oh my god, it was like down to the wire at one point and then they had like a five-star lead ahead of us and then we landed on a tile that just let us steal stars from them. So As we one stole does. like all of their stars. Was and it the Lakitu, right? Suddenly we had a huge amount over them. Like it was per coins and we had saved up a lot of coins, I think. And then suddenly we had a huge lead and then like on the last turn, they stomped on us a bunch and then happened to stomp on us a bunch in a way that also allowed them to land on a toad and buy as many stars as so as to tie us out. 
Or no, I think they beat us by one. I'm sorry about the And then the final score tallying thing where they give you bonus stars. Yeah. Was like, you get a star for having the most stars. It was like, great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then my favorite one is you get a star for having the right teammate is one of them. Yeah. Like you have a Goomba. You get a star. Like, why was this in the rules? Gross. <laughs> pointing, and then it like comes to like me and my fiance, and is like, "You get a star for every time you got stomped on." And the room went fucking wild. <laughs> like we ended up beating them by so much. Oh <laughs> no, no, God. just one in the end. I think it was so random, and I just felt like I was not in control the entire time, and it was funny. I mean, in the moment, but like... Until you saw one person throw the ring at the other person. (laughs) (laughs) This was fun, now it's sad. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Mario Party makes me stressed, I learned. (laughs) I I think Mario Party is... It's the kind of game where it is fun, but I... Every time it comes up in a conversation of what what should the group play, it it's usually Mario Kart or Smash Bros Absolutely. or like anything else. Yeah. Absolutely, it depends. It There's depends a on the mood. Yeah. Like, it's Mario also a long Kart game. Even a little, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing, right? Like people immediately think of like, oh god, like this is like at least a An one hour. hour commitment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Mario mm-hmm. Kart even is like a little too anti skill for me. <laughs> like, oh, uh, like I, don't know. I feel well, like. Uh, it's got How? some. It's got some. Yeah, it the just, rubber banding can be a little aggressive. Yeah. How do you? I, I I need to ask this. How do you feel about video games? I love Sonic them. and All Star Racing Transformed. I've never actually played it. Yeah, I've never played okay, it. If you like so, Mario Kart, but you don't like the sk- the lack of skill that's in it, mm-hmm. please play. Let me introduce okay. you. Sonic and All-Star Racing. And I was going to also throw out there, this is also almost certainly my apathy towards all racing games. Okay, that's for the fair. Most part. That's fair. That's I fair. Don't like found... Diddy Kong Racing is the one that I hate. Mm. I Everybody always tells me it's the best one, and I'm like, but have you played I'm Sonic and All-Star Team Nitro Racing? Kart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn... Crash Team Racing. Crash Nitro Kart. The, the, okay. the, the Mortal Kombat card game on, Mar- on Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Now, WWF Crash. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this on its head. The one racing game I really, really like was Kirby's Air Ride. I was about to say Kirby fair. Air Ride. Super yeah. fair. That's a, what was oh. the other Sonic racing game where they had like It, it was Sonic and also racing. No, no, no. They had one they had like snowboards oh, or something. Sonic shit. Riders? Sonic Riders? Yeah, I think called? so. And they oh, was that the one with Big the Cat? It was like a team of three, and then um, each... Um, oh, that sounds like Sonic Heroes. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, that was Sonic Heroes. Now, let me tell you how the song, the theme song of Sonic I'm Heroes I'm good. Is. So, I've, has anybody <laughs> played the F-Zero AX, which is the arcade machine? No. no. Where I you have, sit in the thing? I have it was played, at MAGFest, man. Oh, it was? Yeah. I played. Um, I played the Mario Kart, what's it called, GT or whatever? Yeah, at Circuit? Uh, is... They yes. have that one. As yeah, that one. I played it at Circuit. That yeah. one, but I played it at like a Dave and Buster's. I went, Sick. I went home to my brother's birthday last year. That one where it takes your picture. Oh, and then yeah. It's like, all right, what do you want on? You want Waluigi's mustache? Here you like, go. Yeah, of course I do. Here you go, asshole. Um, <laughs> and like Pac-Man's in it for some reason because yes. Namco made, right. made the, the cabinet. Right. It's, I, it's a weird I ass game. I, I played Pac-Man in the Mario Kart game. <laughs> Like some heretic. <laughs> so weird. I also played uh, Inkling in Mario Kart 8 whenever I play that. Yeah, so. I think Pac-Man is the character I want out of Smash the most. 
Want, like you want them out? You want yeah. him removed? I hate the what? way Pac-Man looks. He looks with his arms great. and legs. No, he looks amazing. He should be a circle with a with a pizza pie no, slice out of it. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. Are you saying great. that he should always be 2D Pac-Man? That's the only way I like he Pac-Man. Should look I agree. Like, he should Why look can like, Mr. Game and Watch have this and, and Pac-Man cannot? Because uh, good, Pac-Man yeah. world hmm. depiction of Pac-Man is very good. It's very good. I really like it. That's an objective. Beauty is a relative thing. Yeah. And that's not that's a, right, that's, Ugly Joe. Thank you for. <laughs> that's oh not even. God. Whoa! The, look, I don't need you to push your standards on me. There are two greatest Pac-Man games, and they're Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like Pac-Man Two: The New Adventures. Look at that walk. He's like <laughs> he's strutting his stuff. Uh, Pac-Worlds. Excuse me. Oh. Pac-World is good. Yeah, Pac-Man is good. Yeah, it's no mispack. Also, I think, for I people, think this is Pac-Man erasure, and I will not stand for it. Look at the average person <laughs> and what they recognize as Pac-Man, and it's not Pac-Man with yeah, arms and legs. Yeah, those people are also like eighty years old, and yeah. I ignore them most of the time. They suck. How they need dare to- you insult my one hundred and twenty-five year old father? <laughs> When they put a baby Pac-Man in it, <laughs> my Pac-Man had a bow. <laughs> Where's Crazy Otto? Oh, Pinky, Blinky. I forget the Pac-Man rest. and Smash it's Brothers. Inky and Clyde, come on. Whatever is a great representation of what he is. I mean, he turns into the 2D form. He throws out the ghosts. He's got the. D- he throws out Mappy. He throws out the prince from throws Katamari. Out the ghost is such a weird Where's euphemism. By He's the way. a great, great loving homage to Pac-Man as a character. Fair. I, you gotta give credit. I don't think Sakurai does characters in Smash Brothers half-assed. And well, Pac-Man except for the new Ganondorf. The new Snake is pretty half-assed. Didn't, no. they, didn't they flatten hey. his butt? Hey, hey. Oh, mm-hmm. it yeah. was a joke. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got yeah. it. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Snake need to be dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> his ass cheeks need to clap every time he runs. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's the problem. That's how the enemy is here. What is David Hayter yeah. doing with his life? <laughs> not enough. Get off of TikTok, uh, man. Go recently, get right on recently he said trans rights matter. So you know, oh, shit. Yes. some good well, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, dummy thick. David Hayter, Don Cheadle, buddy comedy needs to happen. Yes, uh, needs to happen. Yeah. Um, going back to Super Mario Party, I think it's a good Super Mario Party. I like yes. the addition. It's also a good Mario Party. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, God damn it. You ran into your own one. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I think the added ally dice is a good mechanic. Yes. Fun. Yeah. I think it's smart. It I speeds agree. up the game I in agree. a really good way. Yeah. I don't like the maps. I don't either. Uh, they're boring. I have like no affection for the maps whatsoever. No. Yeah. They, they, and it bums they, me out. They play the same way almost every time. Yeah. Like it, when, you repl- when you play a map once, it feels like the games, other than having different mini games, like you end up on the same kind of track every time, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'm kind of excited for like the the cooperative one because that allows you to go in any direction, whatever you direction want. you want. Yeah. yeah. There was one on the GameCube that had these really big maps, and I just loved it. I, I think it was four because four had like the casino map, um, where there was like a roulette r- reel mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the middle, and you would jump on it and it'd spin you and put you. Oh in a yeah, map. I think was... like map wise, the bigger the better for Mario yeah. Party. I don't see why you would ever have or why you would like. <sighs> I, I these did, ones aren't that great have you guys unlocked the last one though Come i will X, say i have not done that comex golden tower whatever it's called um basically like the conceit is that comex is like filthy rich and you always start at the bottom and you 
zigzag your way up to the top and the star mm. is always at the top. The star never moves. But every time someone buys a star, there's a giant like um, capsule Damn. machine and they spin it and it changes the price of the star. Huh. So it's like it adds that randomization to the game that you want to the, the, that a giant map allows for. Mm-hmm. But also making it condensed and like it's like okay the goal is always to get to the top and there's a couple of varying routes that change stuff. That's kind of cool. I can get yeah, out of that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's a different approach to it. There's there there's two routes to the top. One takes you past a uh, a womp, and the womp goes, "Pay me money and I'll get you past." But every time you pay him money, that becomes the new minimum, right, of the price to get through that passageway. Or you can go the other way. But and it also closes off another pathway whenever you pay him. It lets you through, but then no one else can go through that exact way. So truly, when one door opens, another closes. Mm, well, that's yeah. how it was in the Womp level. Is that how it is in the, the, the tower? I, I don't think so. I think you can keep going as long as you pay whatever the new minimum is. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So if the first guy gets up there, because the first minimum is like a coin, and then like... 40 coins! <laughs> yeah. like the, new, the new minimum is 40 coins. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it's like... 10 spaces away from the star, if that. So you have to kind of plan that out properly. Or you can take the longer route where you go to, you go by the shop where you have to buy something. And this like mini propeller Koopa is like, nothing doing unless you buy something. And then you have to buy an item from him. And then there's like a string of spaces after him that um, if you land on any of them, they're like guard chain chomp attacks you and you lose coins. Mm, hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting mechanic. I really like it. Um, but yeah. Sumar party. Um, what well, have 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 people been playing? Anything anything else people are excited to talk about? Uh, I'm burned out on Apex Legends already. Wow, mm. I've I've hit the point where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is still just a battle royale, and I'll is never it, be good at it. And is I it a one wanna... map situation, like one main Currently, map? Yeah, it's one but map. it's named, so there's implication that will be more maps. Right. Well, um, they they also named the map in League of Legends. And even though they have some other maps, it's still like the one true map. The one map to rule them all? Summoner's Rift. Summoner's Rift. I think... Oh. Oh. oh sorry. Apex? Yeah, I was Bird? just going to I was just gonna say, like, it's, a, it's still a very, very well done game. I just think I'm not cut out for Battle Royale still. Nelson, you've been playing it? Yeah. You still like it? Yeah. I usually play like two <laughs> games. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll usually play a game, then go to work. Um, okay. And then I'll I'll make that my like man, I really don't have time to play many video games right now. Guess I'm playing Apex, and then I'll play like <laughs> a game, get murked, and then uh, and then go on. I I always default to my Switch. I'm just like I'm gonna I pop, don't I'm I don't know why my Switch. I'm a monster. No, no, yeah, just go to the bathroom more. <laughs> Solved your problem. That's what like my phone is that for. much into the bathroom. You're only, I don't like you're using, carrying so much. That's what Brawl <laughs> Stars is for. Yeah, but I'm leaving so much behind. <laughs> Yeah, it was a poop joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, there's a new game that I've been playing recently. Well, it's actually, it's old games, but they're they're on the Switch, so that makes them kind of new again. Uh-huh. Uh, Hand of Fate. Uh, mm. It's like a, it's, it's, it's a really interesting game. You, you basically, this is from you, like a couple years ago, right? Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. Um, you, you one, Dan Conning was a big proponent of this game. Oh. Yes. They, on the they, show. The approach is you, you, you meet this like fortune teller kind of guy and he lays up some cards and the cards represent this kind of pathway on a journey you're on. When you flip them over, it might be like an event, kind of like in Slay the Spire where you like have a little 
aside or you meet a merchant or whatever or it'll be like a battle and be like oh it's the it's the jack of skulls so here's a skeleton villain you have to fight and then it goes into this kind of that's what it's I can kind Lily, of describe it. Rosemary, and the Jack of Hearts. <laughs> well, you, it's like a, it's like a Batman slash Shadow of Mordor combat kind of thing, where you, oh. you know, you counters, but you basically you go into like a three D, you know, over the shoulder action game for a minute, and you fight a little fight, and then you come back out, and there's this the the the, the guy you're talking to has this really great like meta way of kind of discussing like the way the 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 progress is happening in the story. Yeah, I've I've I I think it's a cool. Uh, presentation yeah it's 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 it's, uh it's pretty it's pretty sick and i i I would recommend that if you're just trying to fill up your switch with games just like me oh i am oh good yeah i played kotor too yeah yeah how is it i don't like it wow did you like the first one i trudged through the first one oh i didn't like the first i did the thing is like i liked it say what i said you sounded very excited about the story when I watched the first one. So, he, so here's the thing. Um, I do this little thing called Video Game Book Club. Anyway. Video, um, video Game Dot Club. Video, video Game Book Dot Club. Video Game Book Dot Club. If you go to Video Game Dot Club, I don't know where you end up. Yeah. Okay, well, he's about to get flagged on the federal all blacklist ever. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed Couture Sorry, we one. could not find Video Game Dot Club. It may be unavailable or may not <laughs> exist. Try using the suggestions or related links below. Uh, gotta buy that one video game too. book. Yeah, so... Um, what don't you like about it? I could not finish it. Because... So is, is that background, allowed background, on the, on the back, video yes. game book club? So we need an out because otherwise it will take me months to finish games. Um, but the whole thing is... We pick a game that is on our like backlog of shame that we never finished or never played, period. And then we play through it and then we talk about it. Um, so we played KOTOR 1, played through it, talked about it. I, I love the story of that game. Yeah. Um, there Bastula, are some Bastula issues. Bay. I, right? So 100%. Good. Also, her theme is just like... Really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, and just like her, her story as a whole of being like... I don't know if this is. Were you light side, dark side, or did you play? I did both. Ones? Okay, I, I prefer light side usually. Yeah, but. me too. I'm like gray Jedi uh, mostly. Like I, that's why it was interesting seeing like, oh, it feels like Bastila could be going down that road, and mm-hmm. then it, and then it hits. A spoiler alert for a like 15 year old game now. It really depends on what you do in the game though. What that's happens? True. Yeah, really? so it, it just like went way like oh oh shit you're the new like dark apprentice. And it's it was like, fuck! But that's not even the only crazy spoiler in that I know, game. Man. I know. It's not. And it and I knew the crazy spoiler. Oh, and you did. The, and the way they revealed it was still like really respectful mm-hmm. to to the story as a whole. And I was just like, oh wow. I'm I'm really impressed that you pulled this off. Now Kotor 2. I love the beginning of that game. It starts off with a, with a pretty like spicy kind of like setup. The, Absolutely, the, the station you're on, yeah. the woman you meet, yeah. the, the the Sith Lords just kind of wandering around, and you're like, Ooh. right? It's it's really interesting, and I think it's I genuinely think it's well written, and I fucking hate how much backtracking is in the quests once you get to Tello Station, because it, so much of it is you figure out how you're going to get to the Telos planet to the to planet side, you figure that out, and then it's all right, cool. I guess I'll talk to this dude. And I just finished talking to this dude. If I talk to him again, then he gives me a new quest. 
mm-hmm. and then that quest involves going back to where I was through four loading screens, then coming back to report to him, and then going to another thing that involves a loading screen, and then coming back. There's so much backtracking in a poorly laid out space station that it removed any and all excitement for me to continue playing the game. So once I got planet side and there's like one thing that involves backtracking, I was just like, I'm, I'm done. Hmm. Getting a call from Jamaica right now. Oh, Jamaica's calling. Jamaica's very upset about, about my opinions on KOTOR yeah. 2. <laughs> and the thing, like, so one, one <laughs> last island, thing. One last the island thing. does not appreciate these True. opinions. True. Uh, <laughs> his, his attitudes do not reflect the, our beliefs. <laughs> Accurate. Um, what, one more thing. I... All I really want, and I know the answer is play Jedi Academy, so I'll just cut cut you guys off there. All I really want <laughs> is I want a game where Player I Republic Commando. Fuck you. As Padawan a Jedi, Academy Academy. <laughs> where as a Jedi, I make a lightsaber, and it is important to me being a Jedi. And I never get that. And the closest I... thing is Jedi Academy with mods. Fingers crossed for the respawn. No, because you you find the crystal. You you find the crystal, which cool. Um, And then it's a cutscene, and it's like I made it. Uh, Okay, like like there's a certain bit. This is why I'm excited for like Galaxy's Edge in in Disney World. Is I want to go make a fucking lightsaber, and I want it to be custom to me. Is that a thing you can do in uh, Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, they're gonna they're adding like a nice little lightsaber station. You can also look up. Is um, it like two hundred dollars to make seventy five dollars to make the hilt, fifty dollars for the for the blade? That's probably Uh, a lot better than what they did with the uh, Avatar World. Oh, I where you could get uh, your a Navi doll made of you. Yeah. They 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 scan your face and then they put together a doll. It sounds like a monstrosity. It's absolutely. They are oh never good. God. There's YouTube videos online of people who go to get these Navi dolls made, and it's like, oh, that's that's based on me, huh? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what okay. I look like. Good try. Um, good try. Yeah. James Cameron, uh, my friend. Yes. Uh, so I actually yes. I have a lightsaber. Um, I follow some a real lovely. one. Oh, some lightsaber it, making it communities. Lovely. Um, I mean, it doesn't cut through anything, but sorry. Well, what are we uh, doing then? Right. Uh, <laughs> Except my fandom. Uh, there's there's Heart. a couple really good groups out there that can point you in the direction of making your own physical lightsaber. And the thing is, I, yes, uh, looking up at the ones, I think the ones that you can make on your own right now without going to Disney World are more expensive. However, they all look way higher quality than yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. You say you they're more expensive, but the cost of getting across the country... And, and getting into Disney. Yeah. 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 So anyway, if you wanted to talk lightsaber building. I just like, so. <laughs> I, I do. A, yes, I do. Okay. Badly. <laughs> um, B, I, one of the most interesting things, I'm trying to like hold back me yelling into the into the microphone about how much I love Star Wars. Um, one of the most interesting things with Star Wars and with Jedi specifically is the storytelling that has to do with their lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber is the basis upon which Luke Skywalker makes his. Yes. And and Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber, when twisted with evil, is Darth Vader's lightsaber, but you still see all the all the all the building blocks of yeah. each one. Like the caver crystals. I will murder you. And it's so fast. <laughs> just breezing past it. But it's, it's just so fucking fascinating, and I want that to be part of a game. And I don't think we're ever gonna get it. I, I, that's what I'm saying. fingers crossed for the respawn Star Wars game. They, they're yeah, good people. Hard fingers. All, good every people. finger that I can cross. Come on, respawn, you can do it. 
Respawn, you can do it. Respawn can do, I feel like Respawn could do whatever do the it. fuck they want Respawn, and, and I love pull you. it off. I mean, I yeah. should start a Church of the Force and have like a midichlorian scanner, you know? Like you monster. To do your midichlorian count when you, you get in. You monster. Wow, we've never seen midichlorians on this scale before. You should definitely, we can help you. We can make your life better. Next person comes in. of $9.99. <laughs> we'll tell you the secrets. Yeah. So just like it, a Rick also and Morty that's just me. Absolutely it is. <laughs> also, that's just me like, <gasps> <laughs> and then they leave, and the next person comes in. Wow, we've never exactly. seen this exactly. part. Uh, so yeah, that was my out for um for Kotor two, and I'm not going to finish it because I can't deal with the mission structure and the level design. It's not as good as the first one, anyhow. It's, it's, so take that, Obsidian. So, some of the writing is so fucking good. What's Obsidian? It should be good. I know. So I want to play the rest just to get to more more dialogue, more story, because it's just like, oh fuck, this is like I, there are there are lines that I liked so much that I took Steam screenshots because I think they're that good. All right. But I can't bring myself to finish that game. Uh, my favorite Obsidian written line in um, uh, Fall of Vegas. Vegas was in the Old World Blues DLC. And I need to look this up. Okay. So stall for me. Uh, oh, so wow. tell me about these lightsabers. Uh, yeah, so um, there's a couple different companies, mm-hmm. and then there's also one that's just like a straight up workshop for spare parts that come from anything. Uh, that's the custom saber shop. Uh, I got mine from a company called Saber Forge that has a system heard of them yes. called Adaptive Saber Parts. Um, don't buy your electronics from them, but buy all your metal bits from them because they machine them very well and they've got like the largest variety of metal designs. Okay, cool. And also they all just sort of thread into each other. Cool, uh, cool. It makes it a very easy just to put one together quickly and then you can worry about adding like electronics, sound, light later. And and as he's looking this up, I do have a question for the room. Okay. Uh, it's actually a two-part question. Okay. One what lightsaber is your favorite lightsaber? Ooh. And then two, what color blade would your blade be? All right. So, you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the easiest answer is uh, the one I have. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, uh, hang on. It's actually, um, mine is just straight up from, oh, what is it called? I think it's the original KOTOR like gladiator saber. Okay, is it the one that has like the like it goes? It's up like, like this? got a UFO mm-hmm. at the hill, mm-hmm. but it's mostly just simple on the bottom and like right. leather wrapped. Right. Uh, yeah. So I just really liked that design a lot. Um. So I just sort of bought the parts to put that together. And, and what then, color blade? Uh, I went yellow. I really like warm, okay. warm ambery colors. Okay. And uh, um, I kind of wish I went for like a more deeper orange personally, sure. but sure. I like my yellow blade. Okay. It's pretty nice. You know. Uh, it surprised me how much Kylo Ren's lightsaber grew on me. Oh, it's really fucking good. Yeah, when it's I, a cool when I saber. Surprisingly it, dope thing. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was not entirely with the crowd of like this is the stupidest thing, but I was like, that's not practical. Right. And then once I saw it in action, I was just like, that's cool though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't he know. doesn't need it to be practical. He needs it to be terrifying. It yeah. is, and I want it complete with the like unstable lightsaber too. Oh, you know, yeah, the energy. absolutely. And yeah. I think it, like probably purple would be the color i would choose yeah. i think it would be really cool to see purple in that kind of like ripply like mm. spitting mm. off little flecks yeah. of light what i've seen people do is take the plastic blades and use like a hot glue gun and just kind of like, mm. like look oh. at it like yeah okay. all up and down the blade mm. it works it does a pretty good job diffuses the light well too 
What would your, uh, Dylan, what was your favorite lightsaber? Uh, Say Count Dooku. Count Dooku. That's how I Uh, I like blue. Okay. Blue's cool. I really like curve sabers. Blue. Those, those, those sabers handles are pretty, cool. are pretty sick. Curve sabers are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go green blade uh, for all of the weird symbolism that's there, which mm-hmm, is... Mm-hmm. Um, Typically, Money. People, people, people with a, uh, I will murder you, people with a green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I have toyed with the dark side a little bit. I'm toyed with it. Mm-hmm. There's, some, there's, some, there's some evidence that maybe Qui-Gon Jinn maybe uh, toyed with the dark side. We've, all, we've obviously seen Luke Skywalker. Mace Windu the bit. closest one to it. What about Yoda? I'm sure Yoda's got some weird mysticism that like... He's, he's, he's been places. He's been. He's, yeah. he's seen some things. It, it makes he's you a better short, master he's seen if things. you know both sides, I'd say. I agree. Again, so. 100% gray Jedi. I don't understand why that's not a thing and like a harder thing in the fiction. Um, And then... It's a pretty hard thing in the it, fiction. It, sh- it should be like It more. should be more. It should be sure. more of a yeah. thing. Um, and then my favorite lightsaber for the symbolism is uh, Luke Skywalker's green lightsaber. Yeah. Yep. The like line that. I was looking for from Fallout New Vegas is uh, when you talk to one of the robots in Old World Blues and they talk about how the crater was destroyed because of their experiments, one of the lines that you can pick is, quote, this crater looks like it was tag-teamed by giant fuckbots. <laughs> and that's the best line ever written in a Fallout game. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. shit. And all ah, I can picture really is that one hovering like pile driver robot from the Clone Wars oh. animated <laughs> series that just stamps the ground. <laughs> good. Like, good. That's that's probably what it's referring to. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, um next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to Boston. Oh, what? We're going to Boston. Oh, what? We're oh, going you, to Boston. the trip. Huh? You're paying for the trip? Yeah. Oh, sick. Are you going to see that Penny Arcade Expo? The uh, Penny Arcade Expedition is happening next weekend. That Penny Arcade Expedition. I thought it was Penny Arcade yeah. Expose. Yeah. No, I thought it was Penny that. Arcade Exhibitionism. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought it was Penny Arcade Expansion. Uh, that one's better. <laughs> Nelson and I will be on Hidden Gems uh, Discovering the Undiscovered. Thumbs up. Of PAX East. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. of them. Um, with one Felix Kramer. Yeah. And uh, another guest, uh, Sarah Amalia. Uh, El- Sarah. That's it. <laughs> nope. Hold on. Sarah Elmella. El- Elmella. Sarah Elmella. Got it. Just say I'm it a couple sorry, more Sarah. times and I'm you sorry, can have different, different ones to choose I'm from. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> um, she's a voice actress. She's done work on Gone Home in mm. Call of Duty Black Ops and um, Pyre and Anthem. And where water tastes like wine. She was on Pyre. She was on Pyre. Oh, she did some of the. Yep, exactly, just like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. There, there was. I. Oh, was she? Was she wasn't the singer, was she? I don't know what her role Most, was. Most a lot of the voice acting was like or gibberish, sim- like, simlish stuff. Yeah. yeah, but there was also English speakers. There were very. There were only a couple. Interesting. Hmm. Um, it'll be that Friday, March 29th. Yep. One p.m. Yep. Uh, do you remember the theater? I think it's the Bumblebee Theater. I think you might be right. I think it's the Bumblebee Theater. Oh, uh, God. I'm looking up my tweet. Bumblebee. So, again, lightsabers. That's all I'm trying to say, you guys. Yes, Bumblebee Theater. There we go. Okay. Um, so, if you're going to be at Pax East, come check us out. I'll be there. You'll be there. Will you be there? I'll be there. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Neat. Um, and then I'll hey. also be on... Uh, a panel about the chronology of Assassin's Creed 
with uh, Mike Williams from US Gamer and Jake Baldino from Game Ranks. You're gonna have to watch that Assassin's Creed movie. It's no kidding. <laughs> I oh, got, wait, no, where does two. that fit in the timeline? Because it was an Ezio movie. Uh, it's Ezio's dad, and it was like a miniseries. Oh, is what? um, yeah, is the movie oh. canonical? The canonical, canonical? The games. Uh, not not know. the Ezio for daddy daddyo. What's it once? The daddyo. No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Assassin's about. Creed daddyo. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the, come check that out. Um, this should be cool. And um, yeah. And then after that, we'll be back in town. Hell yeah. yeah. The boys yeah. are back to in town. Complaining more about KOTOR and what our favorite lightsaber is. Apparently, apparently it's a Star Wars podcast. If we get back together and we're not talking about Overden, <laughs> they'll be held to pay. We held to pay. There'll be no return. So I guess that's the next game we're playing together, guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> or the first game we'll be playing together. That's fine. Alex. Yeah. Where can people find you? At G-H-O-D-A-N underscore on the Twitters. Uh, that's Godan, in case you wanted to know how to pronounce it. Also, most video game services, same name. Uh, yeah, that's me. I should open invitation to play video games with Alex. Yeah, mm, okay. I'm there. He loves Apex Legends. Play Apex Legends with him. <laughs> Nelson. You can find me at Whitico on pretty much every platform. That's W-H-I-T-T-I-C-O. Um, if you go to Witta.co, so W-H-I-T-T-I.co, uh, that'll give you links to pretty much everything. You can also find me at VideoGameBook.club, where I will be complaining about Code Tour 2 again. Joe? I'm in your room, Dylan. Well, oh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Oh, uh, but if you'd like to find me digitally, you can go to Twitter and do a at Gerb, G-E-R-H-B, or you go to YouTube, look at Instant Replay Live for a pop, for, for a Let's Play of the of the olden days. And if and I'm at Dylan Alvento, and if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find them at ward-games.com or on Twitter at wardvideogames. Um, but until next time, guys, see you later. <laughs>